Saudi, it is co-creator Taryn O'Reilly, it is our wonderful friend, guest, sister, not to me, but to Taryn, uh, Rhea Vale O'Reilly, uh, DJ Entrop Radio. Yes. Uh, anyway. Alright. Oh! Uh, okay. <laughs> you know, it's that simple kind of life, baby. So listen, we did rank all the No Doubt albums, everything else like that. We gotta talk about all the ephemeral, all the other things right there, but we need to start with one thing that we do at the start you of every... You love the word ephemeral I do! So it's such a great it's word! Really, Are you kidding yeah. me? It just rolls off the tongue, it's like a fucking, you know... Leavened bread. It's just great. It's snackable. It's a good word. So listen. <laughs> the big thing we're going to talk about is <laughs> all bread is leavened. You don't no. have to specify that. Unleavened bread is a thing. Right, yeah. but only when you say unleavened bread. Yeah. Bread, by oh. definition, is oh, like... No, no, so it's a binary. It's a that's bread a binary. binary. That's like when um, Andy Roddick is getting mad at people because they're like, you're the only player. And he's like, um, only male player. Have you seen that? He, like, did something that, yeah. that no other male player has ever done in tennis, but he's like, um, Serena and Venus do this all the fucking time. Let's give the women their credit. Like, that was actually really fucking cool. Not, it's like, what, women is the the modifier, just like, yeah, don't say leaven is the player. modifier. Yeah. Leaven bread is a totally valid thing. Don't Andy say Roddick that all bread is, is the leaven. leaven bread all right, tennis let's player. fucking move on. <laughs> Please cut all of this. <laughs> He's not going to. No. Every a, time we're like, please cut this. Usually, it might be a tag at the end. I don't know. us saying that. Wow. Talk about the thing we talk about at the start of every happier mini <laughs> Guys, start anymore. we bread. for like 10 minutes. <laughs> what is the worst No Doubt song? Yeah. Yeah, that reaction. I have I that mean, reaction. the first thing that comes to mind is do you think I'm looking hot? (laughs) Um, Yeah. But that's just You can pull, I mean, there's a lot of candidates on that one. But yes, but no. I mean, it's just it's just not a genre I ever want to hear. Yeah. I don't I don't need it. I get it. I get it. I mean, and I, I don't want to pick on the debut album, but I feel like it has to come into play. So a little something refreshing. Boxes up these things and eating lots of chicken. Bop, 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 bop. It's like fucking Danny Elfman's song is what it is. Once again, I, I mentioned this in the, the full length. I had a friend who was in a ska band. Mm-hmm. Their biggest song was ravioli about <laughs> all the different types of pasta that they love to eat. Again, it's a, it's a ska thing. Whether you like it or not, maybe it's the worst. But like that's a thing, just talking about food. All right. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. I don't recall the Mighty Mighty Boss Towns talking about food. Well... <laughs> Maybe not on any of their released albums. I was I'm sure that they've done it live. Their secret unreleased. Yeah. I'm sure that they've done it live. Who's your favorite? Uh, who's your favorite third wave ska band? I mean the Boston's. Okay, cool. 
Yeah. I was always a fan of Real Big Fish. I like Real Big Fish also, but I could not claim that I liked them more than... I own multiple Mighty Mighty Boss Thumbs albums. I mean, like, probably six or seven. My dad owns a Mighty Mighty Boss Thumbs album. That's how big their reach was at the time. Yeah. They were the kings of the Scott movement. Yeah. And now they are playing every state fair you can imagine. Yeah, well, that is true. Um, but... Did you have a nomination thing? I, yeah, I don't know. I... Gotta come up with one. We lock the studio doors. You can't leave. No. So, oh God! No, see, that's the thing is, I feel like they have a lot of filler, mm-hmm. but they don't have. I mean, they don't have a ton of truly bad, 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 songs. bad, bad songs. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at some of these and I don't even remember how they sound. Right, I mean, they're probably not good, but that doesn't mean that they're bad. Yeah, you know, like I remember again when I was listening to Return of Saturn and the end was just going on and on and on. Suspension without. Uh, what is it? Suspension without oh. Oh, suspense. Suspension suspense. without suspense. Yeah. That uh, that's just obnoxious. But par- partially because it's in with all the other songs that all sound the same. How about dreaming the same dream? <laughs> yeah. Sounds like your budget yeah. Disney knockoff DVD that you find. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I don't have it up anymore. Okay. Yeah, that's. I mean, that, that another thing that's annoying about that song is like they don't do the inspirational crap for the most part. Yeah. Like, they don't... That, that's not... They're not talking about, like, love yourself and... No, they're being... about, you're my ex and I hate you. Exactly. <laughs> so why are we dreaming the same dream? Yeah. Well, but she... No, she wasn't in love with... Well, she's probably still in love with Gavin in 2012? What do we think? I don't know. 2012? I, no, I thought she I thought, left because they, they had yeah, a seven-year relationship. Yeah. yeah. And okay. she was newly single at the time before she met Blake on The oh, Voice. God, Blake. That makes me vomit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You guys hate Paulina, but I, I like Paulina. I don't hate Paulina. Okay. Oh, okay. So here's the other thing, though. I was doing some research on it. And uh, in, in the articles, I discovered the most 90s sentence of all time. Uh, I mean, aside from the fact that during it was for the Tragic Kingdom, it's on their Wikipedia page. It's amazing. They talked about how they wanted to really reach out to high school kids as part of their marketing campaign. So they booked them on the Warp Tour and everything. But they really want to reach high schoolers. So then these, I think it's two sentences, but it comes together. Uh, you know, like, the album remained low on the Billboard 200. It did not enter the top 100 until February 96 when it jumped 27 positions to 87. Palmer attributed that jump to a Channel One news program that Stefani hosted in 1996, which was broadcast to 12,000 classrooms, and the band's subsequent performance at a Blockbuster store in Fresno, California. Holy shit. Well, <laughs> that is... <laughs> that is very 90s. Yeah. That's <laughs> extremely The good old Fresno Blockbuster. Alright. Launching well, pad for so many bands. So, and listen, I Hey, it's, it's kind of the obvious. It's the elephant in the room, though. But if we're talking about No Doubt, we also got to fucking talk about Gwen Stefani's Stefani. solo career. Uh, she just... Yeah. Oh. It's amazing, actually, kind of. that she, Like, half of her singles are <laughs> rip-offs of either musicals or, like, just other pop songs. Like, or other around. cultures. I mean, the whole Harajuku girl's phenomenon. It's like, Gwen... Honey, like, if I take that out of it, these songs are fun. Mm -hmm. They're fine. As a songwriter, they're fun. You know, I don't hate them. But when you put the whole thing on and the whole, it's just Gwen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, she wouldn't be able to get away with that today. Yeah, I I would say so. Yeah, Yeah, that is true. Uh, It was weird, though, because, like, I remember uh, when the album, Love, her first album, Love Angel Music Baby, Lamb, came out, uh, and the lead single was What You Waiting For, this Linda Perry produced bit of rock, which is actually kind of a ripoff or an update, if you will, of uh, White Wedding by uh, Billy Idol. Uh, but yeah. I remember playing that for Taryn, and he actually hadn't heard that uh, ever, which was interesting. Because, of really? course, when you think about Love Angel Music Baby, you think about Holla Back Girl. Or, you know, if you're an old school fan, I mean, Rich Girl. Shit is Bananas. You think about yeah, 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 yeah. Holla Back Girl. 
Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's just the, the thing. Song. Yeah. I mean, and speaking of appropriation, right? Like, that's, that girl's not say that. Right. Yeah, that's... <laughs> also, my favorite part of the lyrics of that song is like, wait, a few times you you did do that? So, <laughs> right. like, guys hollered on you at... at hollered at you on the street and you were like yeah okay <laughs> and that didn't work out for you yeah so you so are now you're not that? you are no longer a yeah. unlike girl. as we discovered in 2017 when the comedian paul f Tompkins put it out there openly i wonder if tlc has ever changed their policy about not having any scrubs to which the tlc official twitter account replied no we still don't approve of any scrubs whatsoever so that's still going on that's still an important facet but as we know it's yeah. funny she yeah. goes back and forth but yeah, um, rich girl, the fucking I mean, what fiddler on the roof? Why, why is that a thing? Wait, was oh yeah, shit, it was fiddler on the roof. If yeah. I was a rich, uh, yeah, yeah. Was, okay, that's not like the worst one though. No, it's like, not. Jay Z fucking ripped off Annie, the, so yeah. The uh, the goalposts have moved. The one from the Sound of Music ripoff. Is, oh like, yeah, winded up. Off her, oh my me. god, oh, yeah. Jesus Christ! Are they on the same album? I know, those are different albums. The Sweet Wait, Escape. Wind and It Up was off Sweet Escape? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, that was the lead single. Okay, but Sweet Escape is a good song. Yeah, actually. Yeah. I mean, for a pop song. Yeah. Right. It's not, like, great. It's but not I the best song ever, it. but I, yeah. I enjoyed it at the time. As a throwaway, fun pop song. And what's yeah. the song that where she just, like, took Big Papa and slowed it down? Uh, Luxurious. Oh, that was luxurious. Yeah. Okay. I was saying on that and day. Yeah, exactly. Which also a Polo de Don beat, which uh, we were looking up the other day. Polo. Yeah. Which hey, that that's an interesting and weird producer too. Yeah, exactly. But like, and I just got so annoyed because I remember like, okay, luxurious is kind of an okay song, and it features Slim Thug, who uh, time has rightfully forgotten. But at the same time, like, you just literally took the beat of Big Pop and slowed it down and decided to make a beat out of it. Question. Yes. Speaking of songs that sound like other songs, um, <laughs> so Sparkle on Push and Shove, it's another song, and I can't figure out which one, but it's it's the same song. I remember liking it, but I can't think of how it goes right now. I And I can't think of how it goes either at the moment. I feel like it might be underneath it all, is what it, it's like I another, like, yeah. it's it's like another No Doubt song. I remember thinking, oh, this is like a vintage No it's Doubt song. Like it's like almost like bad. an echo, but oh, also might be a song. Oh, because it almost is the same yeah. song. Yeah. yeah, it's like right. probably a similar chord structure yeah. and yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, all right. Yeah, and then of course, and then she also had a long break too because after she did those uh, two things, you know, those two albums of hers that did again pretty damn well, uh, she then, you know, went back on tour with the band and then she, you know, recorded with Jeff and then in 2016 put out another fucking solo album which debuted at number one and promptly dropped off the charts because she didn't have any radio support whatsoever. Uh, that's the one that has Make Me Like You and all the other stuff on there oh yeah she did a carpool karaoke with um james corden james corden right around the time it came out it's yeah. interesting because also i brought it up to taryn because i remember it was kind of a weird misnomer but there was this one woman she's like her shtick is that she does like diva impersonations like she'll sing like a song like let it go or you know uh total eclipse of the heart except she'll swap voices like she'll do it as babs and then she'll and do, she'll it, do as it as Britney, liza and then you know yeah. yeah and but one of the you know, ones in her routine is she gwen she actually like has a little like Gwen like filter that she puts on there which I guess like I was still kind of surprising because no doubt you know we talked about you know Diamond selling you know pretty big band Gwen Stefani pretty distinct solo career but I just never think of her in that same echelon of like diva you know in that same way yeah but I feel like if you're trying to add divas mm -hmm. that are contemporary mm -hmm. I mean because all those ones you named are 
older. Yeah. That you could see well, where besides like Brittany. Sure, Brittany. Or like yeah. she does Celine. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. But even Celine, I, I mean, older. Yeah. those are yeah. late nineties. Yeah. And you know, Gwen Stefani also late nineties, I suppose. But her solo career was in the two thousands. And I think that she at least pop culturally is even if you don't know her songs, you know who she is. She was around like she was in The Aviator. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? I completely oh, fucking forgot about God. that. Really? For like five seconds. Leonardo DiCaprio's date to the theater or whatever. Yeah, she's yeah. in That's his funny. silent movie and then is his date to the... Yeah. She has like three lines in the movie. Uh-huh. But it was right at the time where that was cool. You yeah. know, it was like, oh, what's going to be in this movie? That's so fun. Yeah. You know. It's, um, a, it's a fun little side So break. I think yeah. she's known enough and has a distinct enough... Sound. She does I mean, have a very a, distinct. She has a yeah. distinct, distinct sound. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing is, I call like, it the California warble. Her voice is imitatable. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she like breaks a lot. If you know what I mean by mm-hmm. that, like switching very harshly between two registers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she does it pretty well. Like she will. Oh, I mean, yeah. she will never be like a fucking like you know Kelly Clarkson level like oh hitting those you know sky note you know kind of vocals things mm-hmm. but she's still I don't know she's just a, a fascinating she the one nice thing about her is that she imbues everything with personality because she mm-hmm. very much does have a personality even when it's like mm-hmm. let's fucking sample the sound of music kind of personality right. like you know we'll still we'll still go with this right so. she um in the vernacular which is probably no longer accurate she goes one hundred oh yeah that's still a thing yeah, that's say. a thing yeah yeah you're still cool you're still jiggy all right. <laughs> You'll still whip. You'll still nay nay. I will no. do neither of those things. I will do neither of those things. <laughs> you can't absolutely. make me. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I will say is that even with all that and her solo career, Salado. you know, I would love, I would love an album of all of her guest appearances oh, because yeah. she's got some solo albums, including the like, icon, the great that is. Let me blow your mind with Eve, which is just sultry and like that is just such a nice thing because she added just a very distinct kind of like low key flavor to this little like you know groovy sexy little song on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Taryn's doing the. Took a while to get me, but I'm gonna take my time. Don't put that in your ear. And then let me blow your mind. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, anyway. see, seeing the band live, uh, why don't you walk us through that experience? Because I'm also really curious as well. Oh, it's, I mean, exactly what you'd expect. It's super high energy. Mm-hmm. And you are impressed that Gwen is able to sing while doing all those acrobatics. I mean, and you can tell that she's singing because she breaks in a very distinct way. Mm-hmm. And you can't fake that. Well, and she's fucking ripped. She is fucking she ripped. Has, she's been she perpetually has, ripped for she a while. Like, legitimately, I think she has some of the most iconic female abs yes. of the last... Accurate. And she uses them. I mean, she like, you know, she does push-ups and she does bounce around. I mean, I don't know about now. Like I said, it's been yeah, 18 years, years since I saw her at this point. Before she became a homewrecker. Yeah. And a mother. I mean, you know, but... Uh, yeah, she it's super high energy, and Adrian is naked yeah, and mean, sweaty, yeah. and Tony and Tom are just going at it, and they interplay with each other, and it's just, it's super fun, and they'll throw in a cover, and they'll get the crowd into it, you know, and it'll be the songs you know, but, you know, it's not like they take excited jam breaks or anything, but it's definitely a live experience, and it's it was really fun. Yeah. Um, speaking of Adrian being naked, A... He's naked on the cover of Return of Saturn, Saturn. which, P.S., 
That cover does not fucking fit that album. No, it doesn't at all. Whatsoever. Guys, here's a bunch of stuff. It's so, like, disgustingly plastic 2000. It's gross. It's plastic 2000 is what it is. And it's it's not what this album sounds like. You know what? Um, I would even go as far as to say maybe Rocksteady, but outside of Tragic Kingdom... They just don't have good album covers. They like, don't. All they together. really don't. The yeah. no doubt the self titled that is a shit fuck logo. Like even in nineteen ninety two. Like right. I mean like, this yeah. shirt that I'm wearing now. I, my old one had the no doubt logo. They have moved on. This yeah, is something else entirely really different. Right. This exactly. is the two thousand. I think two thousand nine yeah. logo. It's almost Target branded though. So almost. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dangerously close. Yeah. Dangerously close. But no, really fun. And when I saw them with Blink, that was also. I mean, they were really good thing to tour with because the Blink guys are the same way. They go 100% and they're fun to watch. They're jumping around. Mm-hmm. They're But they're also still performing as opposed to, you know, other artists who are... Especially pop artists. Especially yes. pop artists who there's, you can tell there's a backing track and they're doing all kinds of theatrics and it's fun to see, yeah. but they're not necessarily singing yeah. mm-hmm. the way that the way that no you want, you would want a live yeah. performance team. Yeah, exactly. I unfortunately yeah. saw a little bit of uh, Blink in 2000 when they were doing a joint tour with Green Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and me and my buddy at the time, we were there mainly for Green Day, which were they were on their greatest hits thing. This was right before American Idiot came out. So they were like pretty much has beens at this point, yeah. which is fascinating. But they put on like a very energetic, very fun like show at one point. They tried to do a twist and shout on stage or mm-hmm. the song Shout. Everybody. Sh-. Except the thing is, like, they were drumming and like little Joe's in the audience, like, like, can you drum? Don't fuck with me. Can you drum? And pull this guy up on stage. He stands up to the drummer, sees what he's doing, and like swaps in and brings on a bassist and brings on like they do this whole fucking thing, which is great. And then Blink comes on stage and they just tell like fucking these bad, terrible, no energy donkey dick jokes. Oh like, part no, of the time. I mean yeah, like, Blink are guys, terrible yeah. human beings mostly. <laughs> but but who's the drummer? Uh, All the piercings. Oh my fucking god! I mean, god. I can picture him. So he and Adrian. Did like a drum off in drum sets, like in the what? audience. Oh, that's fun. And that was super fun. Travis Barker. That's oh, yes. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Who's a fucking astonishing drummer, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Right. And so the two of them just going at it. Right. Because Adrian's incredible. Yeah. yeah. A really good drum. Both um, of them. And I think they were both mostly naked, also, which is kind of both their things, uh, right? Yeah. And so I don't know why I'm obsessed with the naked right now. It's, it's the boost. Well, yeah. but it's, I mean, Adrian he was puts naked it for first, yeah. years. Yeah. So yeah, it's, um, but that's like. But also, they're really good drummers. He's not naked in Dream Car. In the um, <laughs> in the interview thing that yeah. we watched, it was like before the release of Push and Shove, they did like a promotional thing with E, and Adrian was telling this story about how he one time did like a nude stage dive, and like crushed his nuts against some fan's forehead <laughs> and it was like and it was like really painful for him and I was like yeah it was probably really painful for the fan too also why the fuck would you do a nude stage dive because he's I nude understand and he that you're dive. super famous but like that's not on. okay right yeah like even huge fans of no doubt probably didn't want adrian's nuts on their face like probably true <laughs> generally yes that is an accepted that is opinion probably yeah. true yeah <laughs> now here's the Christ. question though here's the question though do we want another no doubt album at this point i if it's better than push and shove i do yeah i but i, I don't have any faith that it will be right right that's, uh, that's, that's the thing, the thing. Yeah. especially without because 
I mean, like, I listened to a bit of that Gwen Stefani album, and it was about on par. Yeah. It was very generic, sheen-laden, modern pop. I think that's where they are now, is that they, you know, and Gwen has even said, like, when she and Tony are together, like, creatively, good things happen, but they're not just mm-hmm. as often as they are. Right. And so we might get maybe one good song, but we're not going to get another full good album just because they're not, they're all different people. They're all in different parts of their lives. And that energy, and, they don't, they don't have, they can't right. get back there. Well, they all live in different parts of the country too. Yeah. Like, right. and they all have children. Right. Like yeah. they're just, uh, even when they were talking about recording Push and Shove, they were talking about how, like, they could really only do, like, five to six hours in the studio right. every day because then they, have to pick they up had to go back school. to their kids. To and go yeah. back so to their like, oh, And so that's, like, you you don't have the momentum of, like... Yeah. Because people always talk about how these songs would either... Like, the best, most famous pop songs either just, like, come to them and they bang them out in, like, an hour and a half. Or it's, like, a long... Deliberate. Like, 12 hours every day. You're yeah. working on this song every day and just tweaking it endlessly. Yeah. And, like, you you can't do that whole process when every member of the band has a family to take care of. Yeah. I would say I don't want another album, but I would love, like, a, a song for a movie tra- oh, yeah. soundtrack. Well, you know, and, or a reunion tour, sure, yeah. that could be fun. Because they did that before Push and Shove, like, and what was it, like, two, three years before, where there was no album to promote. They were just like, let's just get together and let's yeah, tour again. sure, yeah. and that'd be fun. Yeah, I um, would totally go see them. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But also, let's not forget that other cover that is existing in the universe, uh, It's My Life, off right. Fucking Greatest Hits. Phenomenal. It's yeah. a great cover. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Like, and that, and also that... It, isn't video. that a Grammy-winning cover? I think so. It I might mean, be. For, like, it might be. best, yeah. like, pop performance Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, it was just, like, it's just, it was so fun and, like, synthy and cool mm-hmm. and just, like, it was, an, I felt like that's almost, like, what Push and Shove was trying to be. Like, I feel like... Well, and that, to me, felt like a perfect extension of the Rocksteady sound. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that definitely, f- I mean, it was two it was nice years bridge. later, but yeah. it was, like, it felt like a continuation of that era, and I, it's kind of sad that they didn't just Do keep that. going. Yeah. Then... Then, yeah. you know, it's like they, yeah. they had this magic period and then they decided to take a hiatus for 11 years. Right. And yeah. Womp, womp. Womp, Well, they did other things, as uh, as in the last podcast we mentioned. Uh, Tony produced some songs off that one pink album, mm-hmm. the uh, Funhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Liked, yeah. Which songs did he produce? Sober. Which oh, I love that song. And yeah, I forget like which other one, but another, another one. I was like, oh yeah, I dig that song. Yeah. Yeah. We should do a pink episode. I would do that in a fucking heartbeat. Do, absolutely. Do you want to do a pink episode? Uh, yeah, I do a pink episode. Yeah. Sure. I've seen her live a couple times too. Actually. Well, God, that live show must be phenomenal. Oh, we, we only great. saw the DVD on. I mean, right. we won't yeah, get we into watched, it right now, but yeah. we watched her her Truth About Love tour. Yeah, the, what that the she had on Netflix. Uh, I didn't know and, that she yeah. had it on. It's okay, sure. Really fucking good. Oh yeah, it's really. I fun mean, good. she's incredible. She's when we're talking about like acrobatic performers, right? Yeah, yeah, like she is fucking ripped. And yes. like, just she goes all in, possibly rivaling Gwen, rivaling Gwen actually for um, iconic abs. I mean, yeah. she doesn't show them off the same way that Gwen does, but they are there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Hey, um, pop divas that we love. Yeah, pop diva. yeah. But um, Tom did something Overlord. Yeah, Infinite Overlord or something. I, which like I that. was not familiar with I until Research Week. Yeah, but, exactly. I was like, and that was the thing about Research Week. I'm like. 
oh, moving on. (laughs) Adrian did drums for, no, Bow Wow Wow. Oh, the fucking Bow Wow Wow. I want candy. Yeah, but. Dink, dink. But they must have done something in the. Oh, they need to join that reuniting tour? Oh, cool. That's great, Adrian. You know, at least he's getting gigs. Hey, money is money. I can't deny that. Yeah. I mean, ultimately. Of course, there'll be other things to talk about uh, about Tragic Kingdom. The one thing I will say the band handled pretty well, aside from. Uh, Tony breaking up with Gwen because he needed space for whatever reason. Uh, also, there's the thing where he they had the Spin Magazine controversy as well around the time of Tragic Kingdom's release when the whole band went in for a photo shoot, really excited about it. They're on an up and up, just a girl's blazing up the charts. Uh, and then they do this photo shoot and it's great. And then the magazine comes out, the band gets the magazine, and it's just Gwen on the cover. And then the video for Don't Speak was is, born. Uh, yeah, exactly. Entirely <laughs> based off that. But it's one of those things where, like, it had to have been rough, but it's interesting because, like, clearly, you know, like, as a band fronted by a woman, like, they, they, they had to know that that was going to get more attention ultimately. And, well, the thi- and the thing is, like, front men always get more attention. Yeah, like, the, right. the, the, that's the, the face. Yeah. Right, there's always a face of a band. Like, even if all four of them were on the cover, she would have been in front. Like, yeah. Yeah. it couldn't have been She's that She's in the top left square of the push and shove cover. Sure. <laughs> okay. Because that's the Where first you, place your eyes go. I mean, yeah. yeah right. But I mean, at the same time, though, and they they actually, I think, handled that pretty well. The fact that they even made the Don't Speak video about that was actually kind right. of a nice, like, you know, acknowledgement of, right. you know. Right, they're still in it together. Right, yeah. exactly. Even though, the, you know, shockingly, I did, Tony Canal has not scored a perfume deal, as far as I know, so or a, or a clothing line, or Adrian's lack of clothing line, for that right. matter, too. Yeah, so. a sock line. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of one of those. But yeah, Gwen's done a very good job marketing herself, and now she is. Now she's on the fucking voice too. Yeah, where's Gwen's lifestyle brand? Oh, um, you mean like Goop style, like total all encompassing? It was a goopy dream. It was a goopy dream. <laughs> An actual quote by uh, Gwen Paltrow, Paltrow before she said, her Goop fest in real life on television. <laughs> Yeah, I, know. I think I just vomited a little bit. I'm sorry, you have to clean it hey, up. At least, at least she didn't try the pop star thing too hard. She just did the duet with uh, Huey Lewis on the Cruisin' soundtrack from 2001 that everyone was She also was about. fucking married to a pop star, so we should... Was married, yeah. Well, yeah. Before they consciously uncoupled, let's not forget. Right. <laughs> that was the whole thing. Guys, anything else about No Doubt? Anything else exciting, <laughs> joyous, wonderful? More terrible Gwen songs? There's uh, a litany to choose from. No. <laughs> Oh, cool. Oh, well, we briefly touched on this, but I actually really love her um, duet with Brian Setzer. Oh, yeah. You're the boss. Song You're the boss. That's with. classic. I mean, swing, not yeah. even ska, but do, like do, it's do, right do, in her do, wheelhouse do, and it's do. it's super fun. Yeah, exactly. I, well, and that's the thing. I mean, obviously she wasn't doing swing, but her vocal styling yeah. is so perfect even, for Even that as she's doing yeah. ska, it's like it's a very classic style that she mm-hmm. brings into this modern space on these other albums. She, yeah. Her her vocals are timeless in a way, even though they're mm-hmm. so distinct. Yeah. How about tonight? I be the boss. And tomorrow night, I'll, I'll be, be the, the boss. boss. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was a great line. Well, the other thing, too, talking about, because she also, the, I know the rest of the band, they got into, after hearing, a, I was in a specials record back in the day. 
I think that's kind of what got them into it. And I think in one Sounds of the music right. videos I was watching, uh, Adrian was wearing a Madness t-shirt as sure. well. So yeah. back then. But uh, the thing is, the whole reason we brought Brie in is because she is genuinely a ska fan uh, and has a great, you know, a lot more knowledge and template for that. So in And terms plays trombone. And plays trombone. I do trombone. play trombone. And she I... did not bring it into the studio today. So I'm sorry we don't have that treat we, for yeah, you. Yeah, we won't have a, a live trombone I mean, session. I don't want to, I don't want to, like be something I'm horn. not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Boom. like the fact that I play trombone and like liked ska for that reason is probably about the extent of my like I know far more ska experts than myself. But I definitely will always love a good ska tune. I love any any track that features horns. Yeah. I definitely own multiple. You and Terrence mul- share that, by the way. I own horns, multiple I Mighty Mighty Boss Tones albums. I've seen the specials. I've, you know, Dig Madness and Rubik Fish and that whole revival and would be in favor of another Scout revival, quite honestly. Yeah, I, but, I mean, what's Say Ferris doing? Let's be real. Right? 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 Yeah. Um, they, the members of Say Ferris were in a member, a band with the non Gwen members of uh, No Doubt at one point. Oh, really? I forget what it was called. Oh. They, but they did like an album together. It's probably. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. Just because I remember that, that fucking Say Ferris album coming out, and the world is new, and then their cover They up. were not No Doubt. Was yeah, their exactly, problem. yeah. But it was they like, were still oh, fun. you're cute, you want to be No Doubt, and you're yeah. not, you're writing songs But as with fan. any trend, you just hit that point of oversaturation. <laughs> Have you ever heard yeah. that song? <laughs> oh, we own the Say Ferris album also. Yeah. Um, spam, it's pink and it's oval, spam. Spam. at the mobile, Spam. spam. But then they also have that one cover of uh, uh, Come On Eileen on there, which is right. fucking phenomenal. Which is a great one. Which, by the way, Come On Eileen is and, basically a ska song antecedent. Yeah. And speaking of classic 90s, 2000s era, they are featured in the movie 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. They are they the sure band are. at the dance you know, prom or oh whatever my the God. fuck it is. Yeah, they yeah. totally wish they yeah. were. Yeah. They wish they were, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, and no meanwhile, doubt no life. doubt, as we yeah. established in the last episode, are at Dawson's level, uh, right. Dawson's Creek, Creek level, level of fame. Right. So, you know, that's a real thing. But the whole happening. band was never in a movie, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, Adrian was in that porn I saw once, but that's a, that's a whole different thing. That's, so, yeah. The, yeah, that's, a, that's really, your other podcast. Weirdly enough, he had clothes on. I couldn't believe it. It's kind of a weird little twist on the yeah, conventions yeah. there. Gotta, you know, gotta, you know, yeah. surprise you in the porn. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. any other closing thoughts? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have no thoughts after that. I'm just, <laughs> right here. I'm just done. You don't want to holler uh, back? Uh, at four in the morning? What? These are all Gwen songs. They're just truths of life. Uh, right, well, in that case, guys, uh, let me just say thank you so much for listening. Uh, I mention it every time, and I still would appreciate it. Please like us on the Facebook, rate us on the iTunes, but like actually do it this time. I have a cookie in my pocket. <laughs> I will give it to you if you do so. Where you are, linty, crumbly mm, pocket, pocket cookie. cookie. Pocket, <laughs> by the way, by the way Thank po- God. pocket cookie, great Scott band. I was gonna it's say that's right no one to Scott band. Exactly. So uh, we're looking at next season. Not to spoil too much. Pocket cookie will be on there. We're gonna have to review all the rounds. It's gonna be great. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, keep on listening. You know, it will be. Uh, have a good one. Goodbye. See now there it's gonna be a paraphrase. But one of them is uh it's a stand up slim and take a bow.
And um, <laughs> I don't know. She basically she says, "Thank you." Something about thanking people for the opportunity to be on this movie. Thank you. I think there's only two lines. I All think right. that's it. 